0: hi hi welcome back to the strong today stronger tomorrow podcast today I wanted to cover a topic that has come up a little bit with my clients and something I know I've been guilty of doing in the past and yeah so today we're going to talk about perfection and perfectionism and what it's like being a bit of a perfectionist and how perfection is actually something that so often holds many of us back and I'm obviously going to be talking about it more from a health and fitness standpoint but I know from like business, other things in life, um, waiting for the perfect time or the perfect opportunity or waiting for something to be perfect before taking action is just such a really a waste of time but it just it holds us back and it's that fear of judgment and fear of not being perfect that holds us back when in reality the only person holding ourselves so accountable to being Why is my Alexa turning on? (laughs) The only person that holds herself to being like super accountable like that is really ourselves. So for example, from a health and fitness standpoint, and this is very commonly used one, is kind of waiting for the right time to start exercising or waiting for the right time to start working with a coach or the right time to start a fat loss phase and things like that waiting for the right time is daft unless you are obviously there can absolutely be a wrong time in terms of if you're going through you know like grief in your family as a very horrid and extreme example yes that's not the right time to do it but furthermore for me i went through two periods of grief over the last couple of years and having like a coach there, A in my fitness and B as someone who helps me of a more like PT like business perspective, I would have struggled so much if I didn't have them. But you know that's what I mean that's what's right for some people and right for not other in those periods of time. But for example, if you're kind of saying, you know, I'm really busy at work right now. It's just it's just not the right time this is the point in having a coach is that in those times because that's not going to happen once in your life and by you kind of having that perfectionist mindset of well I can't do this until everything's in the right place means that every time things get hectic in your life and things shit hit the band, so to speak you're gonna a feel super guilty and shitty over it but b you're gonna regress so much more than if you had a set of guidelines that just were more malleable and this is what I mean about perfectionists. people think that if I want to achieve something I need to make sure I can do x y z every single week consistently forever and ever and ever and if it was that simple like I wouldn't I would probably be out of a job like do you know what I mean People, people would know what they're doing and it would be easy but unfortunately life isn't exactly like that so having a coach is holding someone accountable every week saying what does my week look like and if it is really hectic, I would never say to my clients, okay well you need to make sure that this week like, you are going to get everything done. If someone came forward and said i have a really busy week, I would say well what is manageable this week? And it could be someone who usually trains five times a week, does 12,000 steps a day, sticks to X amount of calories, cooks all their meals from scratch, that could be their standard on a you know, quote, normal week. However, on weeks like that, I could say, right, your standards, your baseline standards, which I would call your non negotiables, might be getting 5,000 steps a day, cooking one meal a day from scratch, and going to the gym twice. And that obviously is a peg down from what they usually do. But that's a lot easier for you to get to the end of the week like that and say I managed those manageable chunks that I set out to this week and that for this week was not using the word perfect but as perfect as it could be within what I could manage. And then if you're starting your fitness journey in that kind of place, in that position, then things are only going to start to feel more freeing as it goes into it as well. Perfectionism often also appears in that feeling of only feeling like accomplished or fulfilled or like you're making progress when you do things exactly 100% right or what you think is right. And then that means that when you do fall short of what your perfectionist expectations are, we either beat ourselves up Or we kind of go into that self-sabotage mindset of uh, if I can't do exactly what I do, I I won't do anything at all. Or, fuck it, I'll do the complete opposite. And it's that classic, like, for example, I was super stressed and didn't have time to cook so I ordered in a pizza for dinner, which at the end of the day, if you left it there, was absolutely fine. And that is a fine thing to do if you've had a stressful day at work. As we've mentioned in other podcasts, it's not good if it's your only coping strategy for stress. Um, But then thinking, oh, well, I've had this pizza. I may as well also have this tub of Ben & Jerry's. And we're not demonising pizza or Ben & Jerry's because they both hold a place very dear in my heart. But that kind of, you know, scenario where it's like, I've spilt a little bit of milk. Oh, I'll just pour out the whole carton. Obviously an extreme example, but that's essentially what it is. So because we hold ourselves to such high caliber and if we don't hit it, let's just completely do the opposite because fuck it, what's the point? I've already not achieved perfection. What's the point in just being slightly under perfect and ultimately always reminding ourselves that perfection doesn't exist in the first place? Anyway, when we realize that often striving for perfection is not only like mentally taxing, constantly feeling like you're having to hold yourself to that kind of high standard, it can often have the opposite effect and we stop striving for perfection, we just go into that complete self sabotage mode. So instead of striving for perfection, strive to make imperfect actions. So strive to be a little bit rough around the edges. For example, I didn't start this podcast for ages because I felt like I didn't have, you know, the right setup. I didn't feel confident enough, and I knew that ultimately my first episode wasn't going to be perfect. And I just feel like, this episode isn't going to be perfect either. But if I didn't start and then I did episode one today, I'd be even further behind. And I've been doing this podcast since I think it was like November, December. So I'm now four months ahead of where I could have been. And I don't know if I've really improved thus much, but I will have, like I feel more natural doing it now. It's more embedded into my routine. So if I started only today, then it wouldn't be till June that I would be at this point. And I could have waited until I got a proper microphone and all this kind of really amazing setup, but I didn't. I knew it was gonna be imperfect. And I did it every, anyway, perfect. I tell myself perfect can come later, knowing fine well that that is elusive and you're still not gonna get there. So you can either start now and begin to improve now. A big one of this is if it is fitness things or going to the gym, and that is something you've been really wanting to get into but you put off and you put off and you put off. You can either start it now and begin to build confidence in the gym because even when you're at the point where you're like, okay, I feel like in my life, I'm in a good point to start going to the gym now. You're gonna have to start at point A, which if you're a newbie to the gym, it's gonna be be quite intimidating when you first go. I mean, I'm not saying this is everyone's experience, but I'm just saying this is most people's experience. Things, you're not gonna know where things are. It's just gonna feel like a new environment. And it is, it's, it's intimidating. Or you could start earlier and just go in and do little bits and bobs. Go in for five minutes. Then the next week going for ten minutes. The next week going for fifteen minutes. Even if just sitting in the gym doing some stretches. But you will be in that place where you're used to the environment and you feel a bit more mentally ready to take on actually training at the gym. Or you wait until the right time when you're ready to train at the gym and you've got to go all through those first steps to begin with. So you're kind of delaying the process to when you can actually get really stuck into things. And it's just. You're basically allowing your perfectionism to get in the way of either your happiness or getting in the way of your results, what your values and what your goals are. And think about your results as well. Like, what do you want to achieve with your health and fitness? Perhaps if your main goal is aesthetic based, do you want to reach perfection and think about that as well you could reach I can guarantee I would give money to so long as if you're not doing the work on making better of your relationship with yourself you could reach that physical physique standpoint that you want to get to and you still wouldn't feel like you've achieved your perfect results I can almost guarantee it if you've been also kind of putting in the self-care work and improving your relationship with your body, then yeah, you can be absolutely a piece of that. But I think there is a very few people on this earth who feel like their results are perfection. I'm not saying everyone here is wanting to strive for absolute perfection in terms of how they look, but in terms of the standard that you're holding your results to as well and to what you want, if that is something that you feel is like perfection and you know that's hard to reach, that's going to help fly right into that self-sabotage cycle of starting and then not feeling good enough and self-sabotaging and starting and not feeling good enough and self-sabotaging. So this is the point in having like imperfect actions. So this is why with my clients, I said this before, I set kind of non-negotiables for the week and that is the bare arse minimum of what they can do. So if their ideal is they want to do 10k steps and three workouts the non-negotiables are going to be more like 6k steps and one workout because they know that is the absolute if everything hits the fan they know they can still do that obviously if they're ill or you get covid it's not as easy so and also like for example it's so easy that if you want to do a workout Perhaps you were wanting to go to class, or you wanted to go into the gym, and you have, you know, your training session is going to take an hour. But then work ran over, and then you thought, oh well, too late, can't do anything. Could you really have done a ten-minute home workout, or could you have just gone out and done a few more steps of the day, so you're getting some extra activity in? Yes, absolutely. And every time you do that. It helps reaffirm and take away that kind of elusive power perfection has over us. It's saying, look, I'm going out with every intention this week of doing these things for my body, whether it's exercise, whether it's eating well, but if things don't go to plan, what is the next best option? And it's not perfect, but doing the next best thing or the third best thing or the fourth best thing is gonna get me closer to my results than doing nothing at all, or even worse, going back and doing the complete opposite thing as well. So I challenge everyone to do something imperfect this week when their plans don't go to plan. So if you did plan on doing your 10,000 steps this week and you just didn't get them done, what, what imperfect thing can you do If for one day it's absolutely pissing it down with rain and you don't want to go out for a walk. I mean I would obviously just say put your coat on and get done but if you really didn't want to, what other thing could you do to help nourish your body? Maybe you could just stretch a little bit inside or you could do a home workout. It's not your 10,000 steps but it's action even if it's not perfect. So I hope that was useful and maybe kind of sparked up something in terms of how you think about certain targets that you have in your head, are you aware that that's something you do if you can't do it, how you set out to do it, you just brush it aside altogether, calling yourself out on that and just doing the action anyway, whether it's the second best, third best, fourth best or fifth best option, is going to get you that fraction closer to your goals than not doing anything at all. If this was useful, please share this on your stories on Instagram, tag me in it. I would really, really love that um, to get more of the word out because ultimately I didn't want my perfectionist mindset stopping me from doing this podcast when it came down to it because I realised that my want for things to be perfect was going to stop me from helping people and that just sounds silly. So same goes for you. Don't let that perfectionist mindset stop you from attaining something that you really value and will bring you will bring you joy. One final note. If you are Brighton based and you're listening to this, um I'm starting a new group training program. It's called Stronger details are on my Instagram which is at Christie, and also I have details on my website as well which is um, josephinechristiefitness.com. Have a look if you want to join us there's a few spaces left and um, shoot me a message if you have any questions too. Speak to you next time guys!